everybody and welcome to the House of Mario, the South Australian Nintendo podcast that is backed by 120 Power Star Rating. I'm your host Drew Agnew and the doors to episode 207 are open. This week on the show we're going to be talking about that Nintendo Direct. Whoa. Oh, there were some funny moments in that, Bryce. Holy shit, I laughed while I was um was while very, I was at work. It, it was very direct. It was very direct. Straight to the point. Yep. 40 minutes. Yeah, there's a lot. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. And the talk all about that is my good mate Bryce DeWitt, as always. Oh, it's me. It is you. I'm present. Bryce, it's good to see you here. We're, we're actually trying a different recording schedule. We are. We're yeah. recording during the day instead of late at night on the weekday, which yes. I feel... I feel energised for once for once while recording the show. I don't. I just knocked off work. <laughs> Bro, I was like, well, I'm like, oh. Usually, like, um, on, on the Monday, I'm like, mm-hmm. I knock off work. I'm like, all right, I do what I need to do. And then I'm like, all right, can I get in an hour nap? And then if I can, I'm like, sweet. And then I'm and then I'm a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, hopefully this, this uh, schedule here just works out a bit better. Yeah. We'll see. I think it will. So anyone who, um, you know, Notice we didn't post during the week. We're sorry about that. It's a bit late, but we're here now, and it sort of sort of works in some ways because we get to the Nintendo Direct a little bit sooner, which is good. Which is good. That's correct. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like all major things happen on a Friday for Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Late later in the week, it seems to be. Yeah. So this actually is kind of like pretty optimal. Yeah. Well, typically for us, what 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 my thinking is with uh, you know posting on a Tuesday and recording on the Mondays, we actually like say if a brand new game comes out, we get the whole weekend with it, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. we can put our impressions I mean, out there. I mean, we could still do that technically. It just means we record <laughs> we Sunday afternoon or night. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we've got a lot to get into this episode. Brand new Nintendo Direct. We've got some new announcements, updates, and all of that. Uh, but Bryce, before we get into that. You've been playing much. Let's talk a bit, bit about what we've been playing. You've been playing much on any console at all, or you've just been dabbling in the same old stuff. Um, I got, I did end up getting Tales of Arise, so I've been playing oh, that did? a little cool. bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm considering, <laughs> yeah. I'm considering maybe streaming it instead. I'm actually yeah. having a lot of fun with it, and I think it's really good. But like, I'm kind of like, I don't, I don't know whether I should keep going right now or whether I should just like stop now and then put it on stream or whether I do something different with it for stream. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I'm having fun. Do both. Play it for fun and then well, play it on stream. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking about having a separate save file where I just like crank the difficulty right up and oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, have a crack at it. Yeah. It's fun though. It's good. Tales of Rise is nice. Yeah. I've, I haven't played any more since last last week, but it's, it's, it's fun so far. Yeah. It's pretty it's, good. I'm still in like hour one of like the probably 30 hour tutorial <laughs> but uh, yeah yeah no yeah. it's pretty good mm. i think i'm like four hours in yep yeah it's not bad mm. i've been playing skatebird yeah which i've heard it's pretty divisive yeah so this is these are my thoughts on it i i i played it through xbox game pass i i just wanted a nice friday afternoon last week come maybe earn some achievements do some tricks get through the story mode but about three hours in, I just felt like snapping my controller in half. I fucking hate that game. <laughs> I hate it so much, and I feel really bad saying that because I can I can tell there's some love put into it. It's like it's made by a small team, so I feel really bad saying that. But it just it's so finicky and it, it it just doesn't control how you want. Like it's not like a Tony Hawk game. Yeah, and it feels pretty bad to compare it to Tony Hawk, published by Activision. <laughs> you know, but it, it just what it is. 
just with the controls not doing exactly what you want them to do. So personally for me, if anyone's out there is like, yeah, should I pick this up on Switch? I'll probably say no, unfortunately. Maybe on a sale or something just out of curiosity if you don't have um, Game Pass or anything. But yeah, it's a no from me. I was just like... <laughs> I, I rage quit it in the end. I'm, like, I'm just trying to like get it to work. And it's not like I'm the, I'm the best at this game. So I'm like, is it me? But at the at the end of the day, if it is me, well, well, I'll, I I'll, I'll have to download it and tell you since I'm a skateboard game aficionado. Yeah, uh, and I'll let you know. But um, yeah, that'll be after uh, I play the uh, test flight for Infinite this weekend too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're going to be getting into that. Yeah, tomorrow yeah. morning. Actually, when you sent me like your screenshot of the email that you've got into the test flight for Infinite, I'm like, oh, so because my uh, Xbox Live email is not actually on my main phone app. I've got to go yeah. into it separately for whatever reason. I've so, it. so do I. I haven't yeah. set it up. Um, so I'm like, oh, did I get one? Going, no, I didn't. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, it's fair enough. I I uninstalled the Master Chief Collection from my Xbox. Microsoft probably saw that, but like, all right, don't invite him. <laughs> don't give that guy anything. The other thing is, is like, it's, it's also a really stupid registration process to sort of like, make sure that you're invited to it. So maybe just double check that. Cause yeah. Did you have to sign up for it? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't do anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. what you have to do. I thought yeah. it might've been like a randomly chosen thing. Well, if you sign up now, you might get in for the one in October. Yeah. See, the thing is, like, I, I enjoy Halo. I'm, like, the most casual Halo fan you could probably ever imagine. I mm, like, mm, mm. I like you know, Blood Gulch, Halo 1. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just the basic, the most basic of basic shit. Yep. Um, but I'm, I'm keen to get into Infinite, uh, infinite but I'm infinite. more than, infinite, but I'm more than happy to actually wait for the game coming out in December. I, I want to play it because it's been an extra year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got delayed so I kind of like like I want to I want to I want to play it and like I, it's free to play anyway man like the multiplayer is yeah yeah it's free to play anyway so it's like oh that's cool I mean I know I'm going to be playing anyway but I'd just like to get into it and just be like all right let's give it a crack and sort of see where it's at and why you know maybe it was been, it's been delayed or what have you yeah mm. yeah yeah no I'm looking forward I'm looking forward to hearing your impressions yeah yeah and um Another game I've been playing a lot of, which I've actually got into, was uh, Pokemon Unite. It got a big update. Um, it came to iOS and Android, got a big balance patch and sort of new features and stuff added to just the base game. And I sort of I, I sat down and I had to think about it because Pokemon Unite, I sort of ignored it because, you know, it's Tencent made by Timmy, who's, you know, part of Tencent. Yeah. I don't want to be a part of that. But I don't know. I sort of just... I, I, I want to play it. I think it's going to be fun. Welcome so. to the Moba Hill Hole. Enjoy yeah. your stay in the cash grab shit. Welcome to the Moba Hell Hole. Well, it's, it's, like, it's like bloody Willy Wonka. Like, oh, wow, this is magical. But no, no, it's all, it's all dirty secrets under this magical chocolate factory. Yeah. That's the thing, though, is like just, just from that, just from the perspective, like Unite is fine. It, it is a very fine game but fine is all it is it's not like you know spectacular or it's breaking moba grounds in fact i'd argue that it's like regressed some of the like moba standards to a degree but if you're looking for a moba to play it's it's fine for like a 10 minute romp or whatever but in terms of actual quality like it's just not that there's something that's really missing about it that doesn't mean it's not playable. You can definitely play it and still have fun with it. But I just feel like, you know, within that 
Is it like a 10 minute match? Yeah, it's 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Can be five minutes if you do like a quick round and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Within that 10 minute time frame, like the problem with MOBAs is like historically they've always been, you know, <clears throat> anywhere from half an hour to an hour games. So. Jesus. <laughs> And you're not time restricted either. Whereas in Unite, you are time restricted. So it, it feels like if you don't get a good start, then you'd, you're pretty much just stuffed for the rest of the game because eventually you are going to run out of time and then that's it. Yeah, there's not like there's not so much of like, all right, let's turn this around. Let's really think there's about no, what yeah, we're doing. No and- such thing as turn this around in, in Unite, like whatsoever, really. Yeah, you have to have a good start. Yeah. Especially like assassins in Unite are terrible. They are They are oppressive and shoddy units that destroy literally anything they touch. Mm. You know, you get a Zera Aura in there or an Absol that's gotten a couple kills early on and they just completely destroy. Yeah. Whereas like... Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just coming in from it from like a, a I guess a, a Pokemon fan. I never really played any MOBAs. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm enjoying it enough to be like, you know, during the week I want something, I don't want something new or story-based that's going to like take up a block of my time. I just want something like whether it's Smash Brothers, Mario Kart and this game seems to fit in there just being with that 10 minute time limit. I know exactly how, how much time it's going to take. Whereas say if it was more akin to like League of Legends or something where, it's, where it could take 30 minutes to an hour, you can't really block out that amount of time necessarily because like, you don't know how long it's going to go for depending on how yeah. which good, I, which good I, the other team is. Which I get. I just don't like that feeling of helplessness that the game gives you if you fall behind early. Yeah. And like that that's the one thing that really annoys me. There's no way to like the only turnaround point, honestly, like you you've got Rotom and you've got Dreadnought and you would think they would help, but they don't help nowhere near as much as they probably should. And then, you know, you've got Zapdos. Um, where it was sort of like the last two minutes of the game or something like that, you're pot shotting around Zapdos trying to get that whatever. I feel like Zapdos needs to come in earlier probably a whole minute earlier because by the time like you get to the professional stages of play I'm not saying that i am a professional but <laughs> knowing what fights over like dragon pit or baron pit in um league alike which is the identical sort of thing for zapdos right is that you'll be sitting there pot shotting each other for a minute then you've already wasted a minute of time right then you've got to take about 20 seconds to 30 seconds to kill the zapdos and you've got 30 seconds of time to score as much points as possible, which half the time, you're not going to get there. I got Zapdos in the game the other day, in fact, right? just as an example. Wiped the floor with the enemy team. Destroyed them. Um, put down my uh, my Unite move Yeah. Right as uh, Guard of War and used a combo. Killed four of them. I was like, holy shit, yes, sweet. Started smashing Zapdos, just... Like, quick, 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 we need it because we need all those points. And then you head to it, and it's like, three, two, one. I got to the thing, and as it was charging, it went times up, and it doesn't count. And you're like... <laughs> Just all, all that yeah. fucking effort. Yeah, like, I fucking, you know, multi-killed, fucking destroyed the Zapdos on my own, did this whole thing, and I'm like, fuck, that's just frustrating. You know, like if, if that were any other any other MOBA, it would have been like that would have been a fucking killing blow to them. But because the timer ran out, it was it. Mm. it kind of needs to it needs to come in earlier. It needs to usher in earlier in the game to actually make a difference. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's fair enough. 
a lot um, of like little balance things I've noticed. I um I actually did sort of chuck some money into it for the battle pass. Say what that's all about. They added a a brand new uh I guess what's it called? Just outfit for Gengar. Just been like the astronaut suit, which looks really interesting. So good, good luck getting to that. No, that's going to take forever. Yeah, I know. So I bought the battle pass, and I'm like playing games. I'm like, is this thing like progressing? And like, you basically do like little missions to yep. put points towards. I'm like, this is really tedious. And then like, at the end of week one, I've run out of missions to do. So then I've got to wait for week two. And I'm, there's no progress. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is this? I thought it'd just be like XP. <laughs> I'm like, this is really annoying. It's not sati- It's not satisfying me. <laughs> no, no. And because I, I don't know, I've never bought a battle pass in any game. I don't think whether it's Fortnite or Apex Legends. How do the battle passes work there? Can you just exactly that? It is so they give you missions and I you hate get XP. It. I thought it would just be XP. No, you you get you get XP and missions. Oh, you get both. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So right, um, the Fortnite the Fortnite battle pass is probably, I would argue, like it's the best battle pass put out in gaming. Like I know that a lot of people don't like Fortnite, but it is a very well managed battle pass, right? Um, by getting the battle pass, not only do you get the battle pass, but there's also additional things you can do. Like for example. They tend to give you a customizable character with a like a huge array of options to customize them, and then you can do that by collecting things in the map or whatever. And then you get a mid-season bonus character that comes out, and once you complete the missions for that character, you get that character for free. And then you get all the stuff in the battle pass as well. So there's always something going on. Yeah. Um. You get missions week by week, like you do in any other battle pass, and then you get XP. Um. I feel like especially these days more than previously, I feel like the missions and the XP rewards that you get from the battle pass are way more balanced in Fortnite than they had been historically. It doesn't feel like you have to dedicate 20 hours a week to Fortnite to get to, you know, 100. I think, I think you need like 100 and well, you need 100 to complete the battle pass, but to get the additional rewards after that, which is mostly like skin recolors and stuff, you need an extra 50 odd levels. I'd say you'd be able to get most of that done. Yeah. Whereas in Unite, yeah, it is only quests. You don't earn any additional XP whatsoever. Yeah, I don't like it at all. I didn't. That's no, not, it's shy. It's not what I was expecting, especially especially now that I've ran out of things to do. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So what? What? So I've got to like play. Yeah, they, you they keep check they, back every fucking it's just, week. It's just designed to be keeping you come back every week and keep playing the same amount of time. Yeah. I'm, like I'm not about that. I feel ripped off. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, like that's what I mean. In 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 Fortnite, it's organic. You just keep playing the game, and you're, you're probably going to check things off your list. And then if you're like, oh, I wonder if I've got any straggling quests left over, well, you go check your list, and you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to go to like Dusty Divot or some bullshit to like talk to a character, and then I'll get some challenge points. It's like, oh yeah, cool. All right, well, I'll just do that my next game. Mm. Cool. It's whatever. But that doesn't mean that you have to like sacrifice your entire playtime just to talk to that character or achieve that goal. You can still play the game and get the XP at the end of it and go, hooray. Yeah. 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 So sort of the way the game is monetized, not too excited about that, but I am finding myself being like, oh, one more game. Oh, one more game. Like that addictive quality. Is that because I know like a lot of MOBA players are like addicted to their, their preferred game. Is that a quality in like most MOBAs? Because um, like I'm just like always like coming back. I'm like, yeah, just one more game. Like it's it's a lot of fun. It's kind of addictive. It's like that one more sort of hit. What a lot of these types of games sort of pull off pretty well. Yeah, it depends on how how frustrated you get too. Though, like if 
Yeah, well, I get. See, that's the thing. I'm getting pretty frustrated in some matches too because it's either you win by a fair bit or you absolutely smash. Or you watch somebody like, you know, just fucking just do the wrong thing. Yeah, just <laughs> just like you know, you go in or something like that, and then they're like, run away, and you're like, fucking, just get in. We could have killed. Them. Yeah, um, yeah, no, it's probably me doing that. You're frustrated over, mind you. You know what I mean. <laughs> um, it is it is a case of like, yeah, that that it's a atypical thing in mobas is they make you want to play more and more and more and more and more and more and more. more. No. I don't I don't know exactly what it is. Whether it's just that feeling of like I've wasted this time. I feel like I can't get I can't walk away without a win. I feel like that's it. Yeah, I can't I can't uh, go to bed at night and uh, come off a loss. I've got to you got to win, win one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty typical, honestly. Yeah, so I'm enjoying it. Um, I don't know if we'll be putting any more, more money into it. I think they're they work that shit out still. Um, then then work that shit out. <laughs> they make, so. they already make too much money off as it is. I can guarantee it. Yeah. Anyway, Bryce, let's uh, let's get into this into the news. Talk about Nintendo Direct. What happened? Nintendo Direct. <laughs> So there was some rumours that Nintendo was going to host a Direct, and they certainly did. Yeah, they did, yeah. Had the big September Direct, the seventh year in a row. So good for them. We got some announcements. We got some news. And uh, I actually, the first time I took in the information for this was actually pretty unique. Um, I didn't actually watch it. I uh, I was. It started seven thirty in the morning our time, and that's exactly when I started cheering. That's when like the clock goes on, and you start you know cheering sheep. So I had my AirPods in, had the direct going just like above it. I, I couldn't um, <laughs> I couldn't see anything. I was just listening to it. So when like game music came on, I'm like, okay, what's this? It's like, oh yeah, this is Splatoon. That was, that was pretty easy. There were some other moments where I'm actually like laughing <laughs> while while working. If everyone saw me, they're probably like, "What the fuck is wrong with him?" <laughs> so let's go through the uh, direct. Um, we, this isn't in order; it's just uh, sort of a, a roundup on Nintendo Life. So thank you for putting that together. And we'll start off with uh, the funniest moment, Bryce, is the the Mario movie casting decision. So Miyamoto comes out and gives us the cast, the voice cast for the Super Mario movie. And uh, this was very unexpected because, you know, whenever I think of the Mario movie, it's been made by Illumination. They make uh, Despicable Me, Minions, all of that. I was just sort of expecting Mario to be getting around like, you know, sort of like the the RPG games. It'll be like a bit nonsensical, you know, fun for kids. But, you know, we'll, we'll get a bit of a hit out of seeing Mario visually on the screen, but that's about it. But no, it's, he's going to be fully voice acted. Which was absolutely mad, and uh, so I'm I'm bent over. Right, I'm shearing the sheep. I got my AirPods in. It's like, oh, it's like, it's, oh, me and Moto. Uh, hey, nice of you to join us. Oh, fantastic! And I was like, I'm going to announce the voice cast. I'm like, okay, didn't even, I didn't think about it that much. I sort of like switched off a bit because it's not like a, a game announcement or whatever. Talking about the movie, then just out of nowhere, just like yeah, Mario's been voiced by Chris Pratt. Like, what the fuck. <laughs> The reactions I've seen to this, by the way. The reactions are the best thing out of the direct. Just seeing everyone's reaction to this. Just uh, Just pissing themselves, yeah. Oh, just... Yeah, Chris Pratt's like, all right, I could could not have even imagined um, anyone but Charles... um, Luigi, I'm the (laughs) Star-Lord. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, and Chris Pratt, he put up a video on Instagram saying, you know, he's been playing Mario for years and they've been working on the voice and he thinks people are going to be happy with it. Can't announce anything yet, but stay tuned type of thing. I'm just like, all right, so you're doing a voice for it? So it's not, is it going to be like Chris Pratt just talking or is it going to be him trying to do an Italian accent? Or it's going to be really interesting to see where the direction of this voice goes because... Well, be- I mean, here's 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 the problem, right? The the biggest and integral major issue with Mario as a character is that his voice has always changed throughout the years, depending on what media you see him in. In video games, he's always had an Italian accent. In other media, such as cartoons and whatever, he's always had a Brooklyn accent. Yep. I think they're just gonna go with the Brooklyn one. I think that's. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> I think well. <laughs> What did you expect, realistically? Like, Yeah, I don't... Yeah, they're invoking some... Luigi, I need that pizza pasta. Come on, man. Oh, they're evoking some, you know, sensitive topics from the last bloody Mario movie. I don't know if they'd want to go there, but they are literally... Oh, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show was the same fucking way, and they... Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter, man. Like, I think, like... I just love how Miyamoto's like, yeah, Chris Pratt is so cool. <laughs> He's so cool. Isn't Mario cool too? <laughs> yeah. And then like, it doesn't stop there. It's like, oh yeah, uh, Jack Black will be playing Bowser. It's like, <laughs> that's actually really cool. I like that a lot, actually. Jack Black playing Bowser. Um, it's just, <laughs> it keeps going. Seth Rogen has Donkey Kongs. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I love the memes that have been going around. It's just like people putting like his laugh over Donkey Kong things. <laughs> 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 it's great like the fucking donkey kong cartoon you got like this thing where like donkey kong's laughing he's got like a fucking banana in his hand he's like (laughs) (laughs) i'm like jesus christ uh charlie day as luigi i i actually kind of Mm. agree with this one only because of like he, he, like him himself in every other movie he does feels like that Luigi sort of yeah. like character. Yeah. So um, I actually kind of agree with that one. Yeah. Cause it's, it's interesting. Cause like you can see, I can see Jack Black, Seth Rogen and Charlie Day as their characters. You know, it's just a completely different take on what we expect from the Mario games where it's like, oh, just grunts and stuff. But Chris Pratt, I wonder what Chris, if he actually auditioned or they're just like, or if he's solely there just because of his brand recognition yeah. from his name. And there's there's already like a petition going around trying to get him to change the voice acting cast again. Oh, God. And I'm just like, <laughs> fucking, I'm just like, just let it go. It doesn't really matter anymore. Like fucking with the Sonic movie, it was kind of understandable. It was like, that does not look like Sonic the Hedgehog. No. Right. No. That looks fucking terrible. Uh, and people were complaining about the voice cast, but you know what? The voice casting wasn't even really that bad. Yeah, sure, it was a shame that it wasn't his usual voice actor, but it worked fine. We went and watched that in the cinemas. Mm. I think Sonic sounded fine. Yep. Like I, I said, a little bit disappointing, but not uh, not ultimately that bad. Yeah, and personally for me, I'm, I think you're in the same boat. Like, I had no expectations for the Mario movie. I expected it to be no, fun, yeah. a, like a good time. Campy. Yeah. yeah, campy and just like, I hope that sort of Nintendo magic is sort of portrayed on the big screen through their animation. Because like, you know, yeah, yeah. Illumination, like whoever you feel about the movies, they are gorgeous. Yeah, so they're good I th- movies. I, yeah. think, I think it will be shown through that. So I had no expectations. So the, the whole thing of like these actors being in it, it doesn't really no, make no, me feel bad sure. about it. Let's let's uh, let's sort of just um, 
like highlight some of these cast members real yep. quick. Obviously, uh, obviously, we've talked enough about Chris Pl- uh, Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens, man. Like, I like you know, I'm sure whatever they decide to go with would be fine. But I think it was pretty obvious they were just going to go with a Brooklyn accent anyway. They do it in any other form of media that's not the video games, uh, which is why Charles is not there as the main voice. Um, uh, we've got Anya Taylor Joy. Personally, I don't know this actor. I don't either. I I asked Chantel. I'm like, do you know her? And she was in um. Oh, fuck. It was a Netflix series uh, she was watching. I completely forgot it. I, I, I haven't watched it myself. Yeah, right, but yeah. yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll Google it She's later. a big actor. People like her. Yep. Uh, Jack Black as Bowser. Look, here's the thing. Like, with Jack Black, I'm not sure what kind of a voice he's going to do, but I like Jack Black's chaotic energy for this type, for, for any character, really. I think he can pull off, like, an evil character just fine. Oh, he'll be he'll be great as Bowser. He'll be brilliant. Yeah. Right? Um, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. <laughs> you know... Anyway, yeah. Listen, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know who else you'd pick to play as Donkey Kong. I think a lot of people were just like, "We want the fucking Donkey Kong Country, Donkey Kong voice actor back." And I'm like, "Do you?" Donkey Kong. I share you with coconut cream pie. Oh, from '64. Fucking hell. No, the Donkey Kong Country cartoon. Yeah. Oh, the cartoon. Yeah. The- <laughs> That's what that is, like, literally, yeah. Um, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. For some reason, I feel like I've seen a meme before where Keegan-Michael Key was wearing, like, a Toad hat and dressed up in a Toad costume. I feel like that's been done before. Yeah, maybe he just gives, maybe he just gives off that energy anyway. No, like... <laughs> just that no, Toad energy. Quite literally, I think I've seen something regarding it. And, like, I think that's fine. I like Keegan-Michael Key. He's funny. And I think he could do some really funny shit with Toad. Um, Charlie Day's Luigi, as we mentioned before, uh, he's very sort of like Luigi energy sort of character in most of the things he's in anyway, you know, like the probably less, like a little bit insecure type of guy who's always sort of worried about things. He kind of fits that role in most of the things he plays. So he knows how to play that role. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Fred, <laughs> Fred Amerson as Cranky Kong. I don't even know. I, I don't know. I don't know who Fred Amerson is. I didn't look that up either. So yeah, it's, at least it's just good confirmation that Cranky Kong's going to be in there. Yeah, like so that's going to be. A, I'll, I'll, I'll. I'm just googling as we go. I don't know a whole lot about actors and yeah, yeah, all no, that type no. of thing. I, I'm, I'm not but, huge either. Um, uh, Taylor Joy, she was in uh, The Queen's Gambit, Split, oh, yeah, The yeah. Witch, Emma, uh, The New Mutants, Last Night in Soho, uh, Glass. So I haven't seen all this, but. Uh, the one Chantel was referring to was the Queen's Gambit, which yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. she loves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, then we've got Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek. You look up uh, Fred Amerson, mm-hmm. and I'll look up uh, Kevin Michael Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing our uh, live Googling presentation, but this is very important. Okay, so Fred Amerson was in Eurotrip. Uh, he was in Anchorman, The Last Legend. Uh, Saturday Night, Easy A, The Smurfs, How It Ends, etc., etc. So yeah, um, the the Kamek voice actor Kevin Michael Richardson has a lot of voice acting uh, credits. So like The Cleveland Show, Invincible, Avatar: The Last Airbender, Teen Titans, Gravity Falls, uh, All Hail King Julian, um, like lots of animated works. So you know, I'm sure he'll he he already knows the deal. Uh, Interestingly enough, the last two is uh, Charles Martinet with no actual credit as to what he'll be doing 
Um, and then uh, Sebastian Man- uh, Manis- uh, mm-hmm. Maniscalco, rather, as Spike. Yeah, be interesting to see. Just <laughs> Spike, what voice do you reckon he'll have? He'll have like one of those like, ow type of <laughs> annoying voices, just like the minion that follows Bowser around and probably just be like that comedic relief, which, which Bowser's always like pushing over or yeah, picks probably. him up and throws him at people and stuff. Yeah, I'm thinking so. Um he is just a comedian, it seems. Oh, hang on. He's just a comedian. Oh, wait, never mind. Yeah, no, yeah, he's he he's a comedian that does his own does his own work and appears in other people's cool. guest shows. So, yeah, um, like, you know, just looking at it, it was very funny at the time and looking at all these people were just like, Jesus Christ, but... <laughs> just... just uh, it, it's, it was so if it, weird. If, if just for anyone that didn't catch it live, just be like out of nowhere, just like, oh, we're talking about a movie all of a sudden. Just not talking about games that come to Switch. Okay, uh, movie. Yep, cool. Uh, yeah, Chris Pratt as Mario. Just what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. But like, you know, Jack Black, uh, at least for me, um, Jack Black, Keegan-Michael Key and Charlie Day are all fairly, fairly promising. I think uh, Chris Pratt is obviously a bit yet to be seen. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. I really don't know who else they'd put in the position otherwise, uh, but he'll kill it. I'm sure he'd be <laughs> fine. Great Donkey Kong. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, not really sure. So one thing that I was really thinking about when they announced these voice actors, so like for this is, this is to put Mario and Nintendo IP into a brand new light for people that don't play video games and can yeah, that's right, take yeah. in the Mario IP. They watched this movie in 2022, December. I'm like, cool, that was, that was a great movie. I'm going to go and buy this Mario game for my kids. That was fantastic. I'll go and buy a Switch. I'll get invested. And they put on Mario Odyssey and it's just like, woohoo, yeah! And this is talking gibberish and stuff. And it's like, what? where's uh, where's Chris Pratt? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for like Mario Odyssey too, you know, just... It's, the movie's that popular. It's a runaway success. So, you know, Charles Martinet, he loses his job to Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt is now Chris voice Pratt. acting <laughs> is now voice acting Mario in the mainline Nintendo games. Oh, my God. Could you see uh, that ever happening? Does, you know, imagine there's an open world Mario game and you see Donkey Kong, you run up to him and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, Donkey Kong, what's going on? It's like, oh, no, no, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, I just want, I, I, I just really want Chris Pratt to like recreate, recreate the uh, Hotel Mario opening. Yeah. Do 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 do. That's the problem. Too many toasters. Here's the problem. Too many toasters. Spaghetti. Yeah, no mind. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So next up, we're going to talk about Nintendo Switch oh, Online plus the expansion pack. Uh, so basically, we're getting access to, to Nintendo 64 games as well as Sega Genesis games. That was surprising. Oh, it was. That was uh, the Sega Genesis. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's, let's talk about the rumors beforehand, though. There's rumors going in that there's going to be Game Boy games. Obviously, that's a no-show. Uh, Nintendo in the past, they have typically put rumors out there to sort of bait out leakers. I wonder if that was one of those instances. Because as we remember, there was a Star Fox game uh, supposedly coming from Retro Studios and that was apparently just like a bait leak to try and figure out who's leaking stuff from the studio. Yeah. So I wonder if that was a similar case or maybe the Sega Genesis just got mixed up or something. I don't know. But regardless, no Game Boy games, which I'm a bit disappointed about, but um, we're getting access to um, a whole slew of Nintendo 64 games as well as the controllers for each system. 
And personally for me, that's the biggest thing. Uh, you know, I've in the past, I bought like Nintendo 64 controller adapters for PC to be able to play with the authentic controller because a lot of those games, they just don't feel right using a pro controller or an Xbox controller or whatever. It just feels really weird. So actually having a controller now where the stick isn't absolutely ruined because Nintendo 64 joysticks are just, <laughs> they're just all floppy and disgusting now and they barely work. I've got like three controllers and like none of them have good sticks on them. So quite heartbreaking. So <laughs> can't actually use it. So a brand new can a brand new sort of recreation of the controller is going to be awesome. Wireless. Yeah. By the looks of it, the joystick is a similar thing though. This is like the main query when it come up on the screen. Yeah. I'm like, hopefully they've done something to rectify that. You would want to fucking hope so. Yeah. Well, it's going to be at least good for now. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so that, I guess that's the thing. I so. just can't wait to hold that thing in my hands. I'm buying that as soon as it comes out. I am too. So I haven't bought any of the previous controllers through Nintendo Switch Online, but uh, this one would be one I'll get. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I'm the same actually. Yeah. I was talking to uh, Henry yesterday. I'm like, Henry, did you, did you play a lot of Nintendo 64? He's like, oh yeah, man, you used to smash up Goldeneye and stuff like that. I'm like, well, let me tell you. And then I told him about this. I'm just like, I'm, I feel like being a giddy kid again. I'm like, I'm going to get that controller in my hands and play some Ocarina of Time. And be like, <laughs> I feel like a kid. It's going to be great. Yeah. And uh, I wonder if you're going to be able to play uh, other games with it, say like Switch games. Obviously, you'll be missing no. some buttons and some sticks, but it'd be interesting. Like just, you wouldn't want to do it. No. But like say the new Mario Party cam- coming out, which is basically a remake of Mario Party 2. Or just actually, it's a, it's a compilation of all three, isn't it? Yeah. 64. Yeah. yeah, just like playing that with 64 controls. <laughs> See how that goes for you. <laughs> so we, it's not launched yet. We're going to get more information uh, in October and it's going to launch in October as well. And, and when I'll that happens... Buy that stupid controller. I'm going to buy that stupid expensive controller. Yes, it's $50 American. Not sure how much it's going to be here. Well, I mean... Uh, About 90 I don't think Nintendo Australia has said anything of yet, but... Yeah, no, let's... let's uh, $50 US, right? Oh, you're going to do some conversions? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, do a conversion and add like 100 bucks on top <laughs> just for the Australia tax. Hey, Siri, what's $50 US to AUD? 68.86. So probably an $80 controller. Yeah, easily. Yep. Um, so, yeah, the launch title is going to be Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64, Yoshi's Story, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, Win Black Covert Operations, Mario Tennis, Dr. Mario 64, and Sin and Punishment. It's actually a really good lineup. Yeah, it's a great lineup. So, um, being able to just, I've, I've got to be honest, I wouldn't be that excited about these if we weren't getting the controller. If, if, if we were just playing these games with the pro controller, I'd be like, yeah, it feels a bit weird and just kind of feels like emulation on the PC. I would, fuck you. Jesus but, Christ. <laughs> Well, that's how I feel, all right? Just don't don't fucking shame me, all right, mate? <laughs> Anyone out there listening, don't shame me. It's just how I feel. I'm telling you my emotions, Bryce. I'm opening up. A lot of those games- I'm are, opening up to you, Bryce. A lot of those games would be fine without the shitty controller. That's <laughs> Anyway, continue. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing Mario 64 again. Uh, Mario Kart 64 online is going to be great. Yep, yep. With online play. Um, Stuff like 64 will be good too. Yeah, because I- one of those features we always forget about is that you can actually play these games online, which I never seem to do. I just play by That's myself. That's because, I, like, with the NES and the SNES, like, there's very limited options in what would actually work. Yeah. Yeah. you got the Super Nintendo Mario Kart, but, <coughs> yeah. Know, by the time you get to actually getting people together and organizing that, like, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
But um, I'm excited about Sin and Punishment coming to it. That was a game that never got a release in the West until it came to uh, the Wii Virtual Console and also the Wii U Virtual Console. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's cool. Looking forward to playing that. It's always yeah. a game I wanted to play, but I never never got around to it. Um, yep, yep. And also the Wii version, I like to play eventually as well. Yoshi's Story. You like oh oh. Mm. So what's going to be your first game you jump into just to check it out? Honestly, I'll probably like. I won't get the controller immediately. So like, mm, yeah. you know, like obviously it won't be here the day it comes out. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to order that and I'm going to save like Mario 64 and Ocarina of Time for when I get that. Yeah. But like Yoshi's Story, I'll go back and play because it's not really, you're not really losing out on that. Mm. Uh, Yoshi's Story is a freaking awesome game that has historically always had like really bad emulation issues or it was just completely unplayable. So that that's like some sort of next level fucking copyright protection, right? It's weird, isn't it? All the Yoshi <laughs> games seem to have that, whether it's uh, Yoshi Yoshi's Island. <laughs> Yoshi! 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 Yoshi. It's the Yoshi. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, it seems to have some weird emulation issues, so. Yeah, but, uh, you know, so that'd be pretty easy anyway. Mario Kart 64 is probably the same. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as as for like win back, I don't bloody well know. Doctor Mario sixty four, I'll probably just ignore. I won't lie to you. Sin and punishment, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know, man. Win back covert operations, never heard of it. Yeah, it's a stealth shooting game. Stealth about the game. This is. I'm just looking at Nintendo Life here. Yeah. The first blast wiped out your space center. In just three hours, the high-tech uh, weapons satellite will strike again. It's your job to make sure that it doesn't. Okay. Yeah. There's a comment here saying it's so underrated, so worth checking out. Yeah, like, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'll check it out. Why not? But yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the future releases as well. That's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. So future releases will include The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, Mario Golf, Pokemon Snap, F-Zero X, Kirby 64, The Crystal, Sh- the Crystal Shards, Paper Mario, Banjo-Kazooie, and a Custom Robo, which is only in Japan, and Custom Robo version 2, which is only in Japan as well, which is a shame we're not getting them. But, um, yeah, uh, I think the big one here, Bryce, is obviously Banjo-Kazooie. Rare game. We talked about it last week. Will we see that on a a Nintendo 64 service? Holy fuck, yeah. It's going to be here. And I said it was possible. None of y'all fucking believed me. (laughs) (laughs) None of you fucking assholes believed me. They're like, I'm like, like, I could see it coming back. And everybody's just like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, nah. I reckon it will. I reckon it's possible. And it's like, eh, no, I don't. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, ah. <laughs> I'm like, it's here. Yeah. He's finally home. My fucking, my, be- my bear and my bird are home. And the, the beautiful cover art. Oh. Oh. So you can play oh. a nice <laughs> letterboxed glory. On chess. <laughs> on Nintendo 64. With the Nintendo 64 controller. Jesus Christ. Like, I'm going to feel like. Oh my god! You're gonna feel like a little kid again. I'm gonna feel like a little kid again. It's gonna be so good. I'm gonna buy so many of those controllers. <laughs> yeah, are you? You're gonna buy a few. Uh, I'll probably buy. It. I'll, I'll probably end up with two if I'm if I'm completely honest. Yeah. Um, I just I'm just a little bit disappointed that it's only the grey one. I'd love just like because the 64 was just so great because there was so many colors and all that. Just, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. It was like the the really big change up in how consoles looked. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, it's a bit of a shame that it's only the grey one, but it is what it is. I'll take what I'm given. Oh, oh, that's why oh, I'm, oh Lord Nintendo. I'm, I'm only buying one now just in case they decide mm. to re-release Atomic Purple or something. You know, like something that's really... Oh, they fucking would. It blows you out of the water. 
Yeah. They would. Fucking Nintendo. It was like when I fucking re- you know, fixed up my Switch. Like I was just like Atomic Purple back cover. I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> um, and also this uh, Sega Genesis. So we are getting... Yeah. Uh, Castle- Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra Hard Corpse, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Echo the Dolphin, Bryce, Golden Axe, Gunstar Heroes, Musha, uh, Fantasy Star 4, Riser, Shining Force, Shinobi 3, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Streets of Rage, and Strider. So we're getting some bloody excellent Sega Genesis games. Yeah, so that's right. Looking yeah. forward to getting to. I might pick up the controller for this. It is a little bit disappointing that Japan is getting the six button version of the Sega Genesis controller. Um, for those that don't know, there's two different versions. They actually introduced a brand new controller with more buttons. So like games like Street Fighter and that are a lot more easy to play. Yeah, they have more options yeah. available to them. Yeah. Because otherwise with the three button option, you're using like the back or like the bumpers and all that too, which isn't as good as the actual face buttons for that particular game. Yep. But we're not going to be getting Street Fighter on this, <laughs> I would assume. So that might not be a big deal. Like stuff for Sonic and Echo the Dolphin and yeah, because they keep, they re release Street Fighter two every fucking six months. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they they want to sell that for money. Yeah. It's literally a <laughs> collection that has like God knows how many editions of that game all in one package. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I'm looking forward to um doing Fantasy Star actually on here. Um, I think Echo the Dolphin too. Just I I want to try that. I think that you know that's a classic, and I like dolphins. Why not? <laughs> Let's go dolphin man. Yeah. So yeah. It, um, what I'd love to do is I'd love to sit down with someone at Nintendo, like, you know, like a big bit of like a PR interview type of thing. But like, all right, so you're adding uh, Sega Genesis games to Nintendo Switch Online. And obviously back in the day, there was a big, uh, you know, console war between Nintendo and Sega. So now that you're adding it to your service, what is actually better, Nintendo or Sega? So they say like, oh, you know, they've got to be nice because they're partnered with Sega. And it's oh, no, they're both good. <laughs> um, so... They haven't announced the price of the expansion pass yet. How much more it will cost? I think it is rumored to be ten US dollars more. I uh, nah, I don't think it'll be that much more expensive. You reckon it'll be cheaper than that? Here's the re- he, well, here's the thing, right? It's like the whole point of paying for the service is that you also get to play online and stuff like that. This is an additional add-on. This is not yep. what the perp- what the purpose of the package actually is. It is just extra. So I don't see any reason as to why they would charge like a ludicrous amount, maybe 50% more of the original cost, right? So what is it usually? Well, that's 10 bucks more. Is it? Yeah. Well, US, yeah. It's 20 bucks a year in the US. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought you were talking about fucking monthly. I'm like, fucking Jesus. No. No, yearly. Yeah. 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 Yearly. Yeah. yeah that's fine. Like yeah. that. that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. I'm like it add an add on an extra ten USD a month just to play sixty four games. Like fuck. Yeah, that's a bit much. Sorry, I sort of clarified that. If that wasn't Yeah, you probably should have you probably should have clarified that. But yeah, um <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that's probably a reasonable. Yeah. Because it is half the packet like it is the same thing with like the Ness and SNES. The Ness and SNES games are half the package, the other half is the online. So it would just be another half added onto it. And I think that's perfectly reasonable. Yeah. So we're pretty happy about this. Um, Shit, yeah. The only thing is, just like you know, with the rumor of like the um, this Game Boy stuff, I just would like to see like a, a just more varied library of Ninten- old Nintendo games come to this thing and have like if there is an expansion pass, just having like two more systems feels a bit weird. And I am sort of sick of just waiting for the drip feed of like other consoles to come to this thing because it would be good. Like if you want to play online, twenty bucks a year USD. 
congratulations. You also have some NES, some SNES games to play. That's cool. But if you want like just a vast library of stuff to play, multiplayer with friends and that, you know, I would pay a good sum a year for that. And I would like to see that. But Well, here's the thing is like now that this thing is actually in existence, I think that they are going to continue this well into the next next console, right? I don't think this is something that's going away. They'll just they'll just not call it Switch Online anymore. They'll just call it Nintendo Online. And then they'll carry it on into the next console and then they'll just make it so that whatever's next will be able to integrate the same uh, emulation as what NSO does. Mm. Yeah. And then, you know, that way, that way when they're going into it, Next time round, people will be less reluctant to sort of buy into it, if that makes sense. I think the system is will be like friggin' amazing by the time it's one hundred percent like fleshed out as hell. There's like a shit ton of games, but obviously they're taking their time to drip feed it, right? Mm. For them, like if they, if they go into the next system and they're like, "We're restarting because we fucked up." And then they're like, here's 10 NES games. You're like, fuck. <laughs> right? Yeah, but that's the thing. We've done that. This is the <clears throat> third time now, you know? I know it's, it's just a, so fucking annoying. I know <laughs> I know it's fucking annoying, but if this is the system they stick with, then I'm happy with it. Yeah, if they stick with it, that's the thing. Right? I hope they stick with it. Because there's no reason they should be just drip feeding all these fucking games and then announcing an expansion pass. Like, Yeah, you buy all these games on the Wii if it's like, I'd love to play Donkey Kong 64 again on my like my HD system. Yeah. So like four years later, oh look, I can do that now. Cool. Well, <laughs> see, that's the problem is they don't they don't want to put that extra effort in for people that have already. Well, for, for, you know what I mean. They, they don't want to put that extra effort in, right? At least with this, if they make some sort of a universal method towards the madness, right? Sure, they're not making the revenue out of people purchasing the game. But let's be real. Like a lot of people cry out for virtual console, but how many people actually bought every single fucking release that they put out on virtual console? Oh, of course. No one's that rich. Nobody's that rich. <laughs> right. And it is kind of just a shove in the face. Whereas I don't like people have to play, like pay Nintendo to play online, but they also get that additional bonus. And then they add in the expansion packs to drive up that, price costs a little bit more and people are like I really want to play the GameCube one like imagine a world right where when you sign up for your Nintendo online subscription you can pick one pack as your base one so like NES or SNES Nintendo 64 Genesis GameCube Wii or what have you right and you can pick one but if you want additional on top of that one then you pay extra fees depending on what you want so at the end of the day you could customize your own package so if you're like i really fucking hate the ness and snes i don't want that i don't want to pay for that shit so you don't right right and then you just pay for the ones you want does that make sense yeah i, th- I think like that could work might be a little bit too complicated, but it might work complicated? well. Complicated? No, fuck no. Fuck no, he says. Well, people are just- yeah, fucking tiered subscriptions and Netflix, like where you can have like, oh, I want, I only want one person to be able to watch my Netflix account, or I want four to watch my Netflix account on different devices. It's not that hard. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> Don't be stupid. Oh, okay. Well, fuck. I can't not be stupid, bro. So I might just have to go. But yeah, no. I'm going to go. Whoa, he's disappeared. Damn. Oh, he's back. 
Shit. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think they can pull off something like that in the future and it'd be fine. I think it'd be fine. Well, well you got, you because got Bryce's money. Well they're not they're not forcing you to buy the sixty four one. They they're kind of just no. like you can have it if you like. <laughs> you can and you fucking will, <laughs> they say. They they're kind of like you can play it, you know, sort of thing. So I think I think, yeah. Be all right. Cool. No, uh, a bit of a surprise to me. Apparently, apparently it leaked beforehand. I, I don't really know. but No, I tried not to bother paying attention to leaks. Yeah, I didn't either. But Kirby and the Forgotten Land was announced. And just from their little write-up here, the next Kirby adventure on the Nintendo Switch system is going 3D. In this new 3D platforming game, players can freely navigate areas using familiar Kirby copy abilities. What lies in store for Kirby as he explores a mysterious setting filled with abandoned structures from a past civilization? Find out when Kirby in the Forgotten Land launches for Nintendo Switch in spring 2022. This looked pretty cool. Yeah, it did look pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I was pretty happy to see this because when they said... Like, because I wasn't watching it. I, I just heard it. I just heard Kirby. I'm like, I'm like, uh. <laughs> so another Kirby game. But looking at this, this looks great. Yeah, yeah. And I, that's the thing is like Kirby 3D, uh, 3D adventures are very few and far in between. Been a long time. Been a very, very, mm. very, very, very long time. Um, But uh, yeah, this one I think uh, has a lot of promise in its own way. I think like it sort of builds off that thing of like, you know, Sort of like what Mario Odyssey kind of did, and there's yeah. a, there's, a, there's a lot of ways <laughs> to tackle things, if that makes sense. Yeah, it'd be interesting for this because Mario Odyssey is all about throwing your cap onto an enemy and becoming that enemy, and yeah. you know Kirby suck up an enemy and you become you know we get their abilities, you get their ability, yeah, and that that can change the landscape of how you play the game. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see how well that works. Pro- just probably not as extreme, mind you, but yeah, I wouldn't. I, I would imagine you know just being realistic, this game would have nowhere near the budget. A Mario game would. Oh, so, of course not. No. Um, but just look at the trailer. It doesn't look like it's like open world or even like open levels. It looks like it's a bit more sort of linear progression as you're going through. There's even like a bit in the trailer too where Kirby's riding a star and that looks like, you know, when you select a level, then you see the animation, then boom, you land and you start the level. So that's that's what I'm sort of thinking. I don't think it'll be like people are like, you know, saying like, oh, it's open world and stuff. It's like, oh. You know, come, come, you farm a little bit. I don't know if they've. I wouldn't call it open world, but it might be instanced world, and then you use the the warp start as fast travel to different areas of the map. I guess. Yeah, yeah, sort of like you know Mario sixty four. You jump through a painting, you appear there, and you progress. When you finish that level, we go back. Yeah, might be something similar. We've got like a bit of a hub, and you can take the warp star and all that. So yeah, I'm keen for this. I'm looking yeah. forward to it next year. Yeah, um, it's good to. It was nice to get a bit of a surprise, a brand new announcement for yeah. games. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And uh, finishing up the show was Bayonetta 3, which uh, was great to see. Oh, my God. Uh, at, they sort of they said during the the, uh, the direct that, it's like, you know, we announced this in 2017. Thank you for your patience. Like, oh, my God, has it been that long? <laughs> yeah, it has, yeah. But, I mean, it looks, it looks fucking sick. It, it looks does. so good. Like having full-on kaiju fights, dude, with your, with your hair monster. Can't remember his name now. Like I've lost it, but it's been so long since I played Bayonetta. But like having full on kaiju battles with that thing, holy shit, that looks cool. It does <laughs> looks yeah. so dope. Oh, I really need to go back and finish too. Yeah, and we got sort of the confirmation that it will probably at least come to Switch next year sometime in 2022. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Um, they teased the character at the very end. Did you know who that was? Is that, is that a character from the game before? Is that a brand new character they're introducing? I actually must have looked away during that point because I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it's just like this uh, 
this uh, male character with short white hair, sword on his back. And people are like, oh, is that Virgil? It's like, no, it doesn't look like Virgil. But what instantly came to my mind, and I went and had a Google afterwards, I'm like, is that the protagonist from Scalebound? Yeah, and I was I saw that. Sca- I saw that so. Yeah, Scalebound, another platinum game Coming that was that was being produced by Xbox, and it got cancelled unfortunately. I was really excited for that because it looks right up my alley. I love the look of the character. I love the look of the game. You know, having like a monster you're controlling and stuff. Yep. And on top of that, the protagonist's name was Drew. I'm like, holy shit, are they making this game for me? And apparently they were because I said, no, fuck you, Drew. We're cancelling it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be excited. Fuck you. Um, so yeah, I, I googled it. I had like a look between them. They look pretty different. So I'm like, oh no, no, not quite. There's like he's got like really sort of he's got like dragon-like armor and stuff. He look, I don't know. It looks pretty cool. I haven't played the other games. I'll look. Games, in, so I'll, I'll look into it and I'll let you know. Yeah. Cool. 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 So yeah. it's good. Good to finally see that. We've got an expansion part or pack for Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Oh, I'm so happy about this. I really am. <laughs> yeah, it's good to see the games getting. Uh, well, support he, still. Here's the thing: is, is like I'm not even I'm not even close to finish. I, I've got a whole bunch of shit I haven't gone back and done in Rise. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> but um, every it's it's like Pokemon. Every time you wanted anything new from Monster Hunter, you would buy a brand new game. So like you know Emerald or Yellow or Crystal or yeah, what yeah. have you, right? And um, the first time they tried expansion packing successfully was Iceborne. For, for world and it was by all means an absolute standout expansion so much new content so much good good content for that matter it was fantastic so i'm glad to see that they're hitting this direction again with rise because rise is a another fantastic monster hunter game with a lot of uh, which a lot of untapped potential in a lot of ways um but it'll be interesting to see how they filter that untapped potential and make some really cool things happen in uh, an expansion pack. Yeah. Um, when when was it due? It said in the future. Yeah, next year, summer 2022. Yeah, so by then, um, the PC version would have also been out. Um, they would have caught it up in updates, hopefully by then. I think they learned their lesson after World not to stagnate updates so fucking hard. Mm. Um, for those of, for those of you that don't know, like it come out, it come out on PC maybe about a year later. And they were catching up the content levels to the console versions for like two years. It was it took way too long for them to actually catch the game up into similar content. And that's a real it's a real fucking downer, honestly, because you know, especially in this day and age when you think of like uh multiplayer games that are on different platforms, you think of cross platform and stuff like that, and it wasn't possible with the way they did it. Could have had like PC and console players playing together, but no, because they stagnated the content and ruined it so hard. Yeah. When this game comes to PC, I hope it is cross-play because that is just like a lifesaver because like, you know, you might even want to, like you'll probably want to play it on PC just for the extra graphics and stuff when you're oh, yeah, at home and yeah. all that. Yeah. So it's just like a Even nice... just the visual mods, man. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that's the thing too, like the the updates this game keeps putting out, like the Okami DLC and the even the Mega Man collaboration stuff. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. So cool. Yeah. Monster Hunter's really good at doing those. Yeah. They had this whole, had a whole uh, event where you could get a costume that just makes you look like fucking Leon Kennedy <laughs> yeah. from Resident Evil. And you're like, I'm Leon Kennedy, the Monster Hunter. Yes. Just like with like your two bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, I'm Leon Kennedy. I got a big sword. Don't worry about it. I killed the dude. Yeah. That's how he sounds. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got more information on Splatoon 3, which is uh, it's good to see this game as well, getting it next yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Sort of got some more information about it, like, you know, you've got, like, different abilities, different um, different weapons, story mode where it's basically trying to find out where all the mammals went yeah. <laughs> in the world, yeah. apart from two cats. Am I safe in assuming that the new the new captain is just like supposed to be your original character or or the character from you played as from Splatoon two or is that just me? I'm no, I don't don't know. Maybe to pull from your old save and the new captain is like because it just looks like a generic squidling. It might be. Um, it's not going to pull from mine because I lost my save, <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have much know. more to say on this or? Don't mean it looks like Splatoon. Yeah. <laughs> I am I'm, I'm sure it'd be great. Yeah. I, just, I, I always have I always have fun with the Splatoon game when it comes out, but I do fall off the wagon over time. Yeah. I mean, I I want to go back to it, but since I lost my save when I was migrating my um saves to like a new Switch, I was sort of like, all right, I'll just wait for Splatoon 3. So I am actually quite looking forward to this and getting through the story and hopefully like a few of the things from the second game get ironed out in this. Should just um return of the mammalians. Um we should just uh, fire it up and play it to be honest. I don't see why we can't just do that. We should probably just do that. I think it'd be fun. But we're recording a podcast, bros. We're not, not right now, on. obviously. Jesus fuck. Oh, not right now. Not right now. Like you It know. made it sound like you said we're doing it right now. Oh my god, man, you don't listen. Um yeah, no. Nah. Especially like I've been playing a lot of a lot on stream, but I've like always been open to suggestion of like games people want to play. So um I guess for those of you that don't that don't know, for the last few weeks I've been streaming on Tuesday nights and Wednesday nights. And I'm trying to keep that trend up. Um, and I'm open to suggestion if anybody wants to like just come hang and play video games. So I played Unite. I've played uh, Mario Golf on stream. Uh, just you know, from people sort of pecking, like, do you want to play? Anybody want to play this, or does anybody want to play? That? And like, oh yeah, and I'm open to it. And if you want to play anything on stream, just fucking jump in there and yeah. say, I'll, hey, do you feel like playing this? I'll be like, yeah, sure. I reckon you should play Splatoon three. I'll probably play Splatoon 3 when it comes out. Next we've, week. We've got two. Next week. Next I want week. it next week, Bryce. It's not happening next Otherwise, week. I'm not subbing. Oh, well, okay. Yes. You can't sub to me at the moment. I'll anyway. follow you if you don't play Splatoon 3 next week. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. I'm, jo- I'm joking, Bryce. I'll, I'll follow you to the ends of the earth, Matt. I'm good. Just uh, come play Splatoon 2 next week, you bastard. On my fresh account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another game that was announced. Uh, Voice of... Voice of Cards, The Isle of Dragon Roars. And uh, this game looks pretty interesting. It's an RPG all told through trading cards, the characters, the locations, everything like that. And it's uh, directed by the director of the Nier series. <laughs> so Yoko Taro. Yeah, so pretty interesting. Um, I know like a, like um, those games have like a big fan base. So there's going to be lots of people interested in this just for that fact alone. But... Does this interest you, Bryce? Do you reckon you'll pick this one up? Um, the, the, I mean, if it's not stupidly expensive, maybe. Like, I like Yoko Taro's work, but the problem the, the, the problem is is that, like, I like Yoko Taro's work because it's, uh, like, almost Kingdom Hearts in storytelling, right? Yeah. I'm not sure how much they're going to get away with that in the card game. Maybe a bit. 
Yeah, not sure. Anyway, it looks like a pretty in-depth um, RPG, but we'll find, I'm it. Sure, we'll find but it when it comes out. Yeah. October 28th, so it's actually not that far away. This uh, looked interesting, this. Uh, so Chocobo GP. Yeah. Was pretty interesting. Yeah, it did. Yeah, but um, do you reckon you'll play it though? I I, I don't know if I. I actually will. think it looks really good for a Mario Kart clone. I actually do. I think it looks really good. I think like you know we haven't had a Mario Kart in a while. If this polishes out pretty well, I think this is a very valid option. Yeah, I'll it's be a, honest. It's a Switch exclusive too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I guess that gives a lot, little bit of um reinforcement that it you know it's going to run well at least because it's only focusing on. Well, switch it's it's not like all stars racing right uh sonic all stars racing where it feels like a mario kart game that's crafted for I, I guess maybe not a different audience but like a different thematic maybe of kart racing yeah i guess whereas this actually just does feel like final fantasy kart racing well final fantasy mario kart yeah I actually think like a lot of it feels very Mario Kart. I think like uh, picking up items and getting like different Magisite that will give you your items and the Magisite uh, uh, or the items in, if you were talking about like Mario's case uh, are based on like different enemies from or helpers from Final Fantasy. And then every character has like a its own special ability is like something that's like a feature that's always almost sorely missed from Double Dash. You know, I think that's cool. Yeah. I'm keen to see more on it. Yeah. I think it, I think it could turn out really well. Now triangle strategy. So yeah, they, whatever they took, a really, they took a lot of the feedback from the demo and uh, incorporated that went through that. Um, the game looks beautiful. Obviously looks like fine. The yeah, Path yeah. Traveler did. How come you're not interested in this? I thought you would, would be. No, I'm just kind of whatever on it at the moment. I don't, I don't really feel like something like that right now. Yeah, well, fair enough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's coming. That's coming out uh, March fourth, twenty twenty two. We've got it. This was out of nowhere, actually, an ActRaiser remake. Yeah, which is really, really awesome because this is a game that I was always like hearing about on the Super Nintendo and sort of a game that was before its time where you're. It's kind of like a game an indie studio would make now, like you know, sort of a, a sort of a mashup of genres, mm. like some like areas where it's a platforming, then you actually play God, and you're actually like city building and stuff as well. It's really quite interesting. So I might give that a, a pick up. Yeah, that came out the day of as well, so that's out now. Uh, Dying Light Two Cloud version, cool. Delta Rune Chapter Two, good to see that's coming. It only came to PC. Uh, not long ago. I'm also thinking about streaming that too. There's so much I want to stream. <laughs> I uh, one of my first, one of my uh, more successful streams that I've ever had on Twitch was actually doing Undertale. The community found you. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. and they were actually really kind and really nice. So it was good. Those Delta Rune people, though, oh, they're nasty. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, is I don't know whether I want to go back and like do the first, the first part of Delta Rune again, or whether I want to just jump straight back into the second part, or yeah, it's been a while since I played played Delta, and I remember pretty much everything about it anyway. But how long are the chapters? How long is the first one? Um, three to three to five hours, depending on how much additional content you do. Mm. It's interesting, like why they? Because for those that don't know, this is free. You can go and download it for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. why is it free? That's really because Tony t- Tony <laughs> Toby Fox made an exuberant amount of money off of Undertale to the point where he was just like this. 
this has pretty much funded me for the rest of my life and it's pushed me into an industry that I'm getting ample opportunities. Like, shit, he's been playing video games with Sakurai at his home. Like, you know, <laughs> things he'd never think he'd ever do. And that was out of, you know, the love and support that he got on... Uh, shit, what was it? Undertale. Yeah, but where was it? Kickstarter, I think. Yeah. So he got he got way more support on Kickstarter than he'd ever anticipated, and then when the game came, the game actually came out. It came out to universal praise, and it just sold like hotcakes. It was like he like he he probably had Delta Rune on the back burner. He's like, all right, this is what I'm going to do next, and he's like, he's like, I don't even technically really need to make it anymore at all. Like, I could just live off of what I've got now and, like, you know, sort of push myself in the game industry from where I am at now. But I think, um, you know, Deltarune, the first part of Deltarune came out, like, two years ago. Like, it's been a long time. Mm. So it's obvious that he's... He cares about it and he wants to keep doing it, but he's not rushing it. He's kind of just like, I'll do it as a passion project and I'll release it free because we've already made a hell of a lot of, hell of a lot of money and it and he's still making a hell of a lot of money off of Undertale that it didn't really matter. Yeah, it's just yeah. That's why I assumed that he was just rich. <laughs> <laughs> he is, yeah. He'd, yeah. he'd be absolutely rich. Yeah, cuz like even just think of like all the merchandise and stuff like that. Oh my god, I still want that music box. <laughs> oh, I remember that music box. Uh, next up, we got an announcement that we're getting Animal Crossing and Smash Ultimate updates in the near future. So first of all, we're going to get a Super Smash Brothers Ultimate update uh, early uh, October on the fifth, which I'm really excited for. We kind of expected that. Oh, not next week, the week after. Yeah, yeah that a brand new character might be at this direct. But oh man, they're yeah. going gonna to blow it out into its own event, which I'm really looking forward to. I cannot wait for the the last DLC character to be announced. And I don't know, man. I don't know who it's going to be, but it's going to be it's going to be kind of sad when it comes out, and that that's it. Smash Ultimate, it is what it is and... It is finished. It's finished. Everyone is finally here. Yeah, three years of updates and all that. It's going to come to an end. That's so good though. Like Knowing that Smash Ultimate has had that much support. Warms my heart. Yeah, I'm really happy the amount of support Nintendo and yeah. the team put behind it. And the community too. Yeah, the mm. community have always hyped it up and... Yeah. And just like the fact that Animal Crossing is getting its own direct as well, I really hope this is going to be like a, a nice... Um, Fleshed out update. Yeah, yeah, a huge update that brings me back in. Because I want to play Animal Crossing, but I'm just like, I want something to draw me back in. And I feel like... Yeah, that's I, the problem. It's like you get to a point with Animal Crossing, you're like, what do I do? Because, mm. yeah, I think that there's enough time that's gone by. Nintendo is sort of like, oh, this is very popular. By the time they get like another team to keep cranking out content it seems about the right time to have that ready to go yeah um in november so looking forward to that hopefully it turns out to be good and the animal crossing community is happy because i know like a lot of um hardcore animal crossing fans maybe people that actually don't play many nintendo games but love animal crossing it, they're sort of just like waiting for an update they're kind of getting a bit anxious at the moment just like come on where is it Hurry the fuck up. <laughs> got more information on Horror Warriors Age of Calamity, the expansion pass. Got more information on Mario Party Superstars, which actually looks really great. I'm looking forward to that. Actually, a bit more than I might have been when it got announced. Yeah, that's what I said. To closer. I remember when it got announced, you're like, oh, just like, I'm not really. And I'm like, I actually think this looks good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, like, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm like jazzed. I'm not. Just, no, but you played that. You played, you bought the one before and you kind of just like, eh. 
yeah, it's whatever. But this one, I was like, I was, I was like, I would actually think I might buy this one. This one looks good. Yeah, well, this one, this one's just like, all right, now we're going back to like the ones you liked. Yeah, let's take the ones you actually liked and put it in a collection. Yeah, <laughs> and just like some some of the new uh, sort of modes and stuff, like the survival mode, playing online and stuff. That sounds yeah. like fun. Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. like kind of like WarioWare in some sense, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Got Mario Golf up, Mario Golf update, which uh, came out on the same day. We've got two new characters. We've got Ninji and uh, Cooper. Was it? Yeah, Cooper. And uh, two new levels that I haven't played yet either. The Snowy, uh, was it Bustery and Basin? And Blustery the, Basin. Bustery Basin. And uh, Desert Set Spiky Palms. There you go. Haven't played them yet. I'm sure they're just the best levels ever made. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disco Elysium, the final cut coming to Nintendo Switch. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic coming to Switch as well. Not the remake by Aspire, if that's exclusively on PlayStation. No, yeah, yeah. But we're getting the, the classic For version. now, it's exclusively on PlayStation for now. For now, yeah. yeah. Uh, Castlevania Advanced Collection came out on the same day as well. That was rumored for a little bit. It was going through like the classification these, boards these in Australia. These are really big. Like mm. These are really big Castlevania games too. They're really popular ones. Yeah, so, some of the... I haven't played a lot of Castlevania games. Haven't played these games, but I know a lot of people are absolutely jazzed to have these yeah. included. I'm probably going to pick it up. Actually, I want to play them. Yeah, uh, Disney, Disney Magical World Two Enhanced Edition. This was a 3DS game, and it looks like a 3DS game. Um, it, a lot of people are using that as a as a as a. I think it's that right. Yeah, they're using that as like a uh, gateway to Sora in Smash, and I'm kind of just like. Oh, God, no. Could you imagine if they didn't talk about Smash Brothers before this, though? Because the, the trailer starts off with, you've got an invitation. It's like, oh, Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Smash announcement. It's all Disney-like. It's like, oh, my God. But it turns out like you got the, this me just walking around with Donald Duck just, just looking at shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Shadowrun trilogy, got information on that. Coming in, coming to Switch in 2022. Shimigami Tensei 5 um, went up for pre-order. That still comes out on November 12th. Rune Factory got a release date for the 22nd of March, 2022. Uh, I'm looking forward to actually Rune Factory 5 a fair bit, actually. I was, um, I was, because uh, when I'm in the mood for like something like Animal Crossing or an RPG, that's like a nice combination of, of them both. And this one looks really nice just with uh, its art style and that being brought up to a, I guess, a more console standard. We've got an announcement for Arcade, Arcade Archives. Arcade uh, Archive. Pac-Man and, oh, how do you pronounce this again? Arcade Archives, Xevious. Xevious, that's the one. I was going to say Xevious. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it, apart from Xevious. just some other smaller games. Yep. So overall, Bryce, uh, what did you think of the Direct? Were you happy once it finished? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. No, it was yeah. fine. It was fine. Um, there was a, a lot of cool information there. You know what? I was kind of like not expecting a fair bit of it. Like even Bayonetta 3, it was just like, yeah, I didn't even think about Bayonetta 3. Really? <laughs> like, that was... That sort of come out of nowhere. Uh, but I suppose it was about time to think about it. Obviously, the Kirby game is super cool. And I think that's... Uh, you know, I, I think I think that's probably one of my pickups for next year. Uh, definitely looks like something um, I could get into with Eevee. Um, oh, she'll love that. Yeah. My God, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then... The, the the biggest news for me was easily Nintendo 64 coming back with that bloody controller, honestly. Um, I can't wait. Uh, there's a lot of things where, for example, uh, 
I guess like mischief makers. I want to see that comeback. Like there's there's so many so many games on Nintendo 64 where like when I talk about them, nobody knows what the fuck I'm talking about. And I'm hoping that like this will help rectify that a bit. Um, so yeah, mischief makers, cruising USA, you know, conquers bad fur day, Donkey Kong 64, stuff like that. There's uh, a lot of gems in there that I really want to see come back. Later in the year, you're going to be playing nothing but 64 games. I'm here for it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. All right, let's move on to some other news. And just, before, I guess, just before we leave the 64 discussion, there is um, some just talks that in Europe, the 64 games might only run at 50 hertz um, compared to the American counterpart, which is at 60 hertz. Just for those that don't know, back in the day, um, American TVs used to run at 60 hertz, whereas Europe was a bit different, ran at 50 hertz. And that sort of uh, just, just uh, is, the, is the information that's displayed on the TV and it sort of changes the frame rate a bit. So in Europe, the frame rate was a bit lower. And like for me, I'm like, oh, well, whatever. doesn't matter too no, much. I don't really give a shit. But I know the retro community really care about this. To the point where I actually I went into the city, went to uh, Facebook buy, swap, and sell, and I, I picked up some GameCube games. I got like uh, Mario Sunshine, um, Pokemon Coliseum. I got like a lot of like the big hitters on GameCube. I'm like, what? I'm like, man, why are you selling it? Because you got he had like heaps of Nintendo stuff in his room. I'm like, why are you getting rid of them, man? He's like, oh, I'm selling them, and then I'm buying the American copies because I want them to run better. I'm like. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, well, that is that is like next level dedication. Dedication. Yeah. Dedication that I'm not prepared to go to. I don't yeah, I don't really give that. They're fucking old games. I don't give that much of a shit about yeah. it. But they're like, not fucking meant to run at like 60 frames per second like jacking off fucking. Yeah, but I, I just know that some people out there care, so it might have might offend some people. Listen, listen. Life's too short to care about that. <laughs> it is. It I'm really sorry. is. Sorry. It really <laughs> It, it's it's way too sh- it's way too short to c- to care about retro games running at sixty hertz. It, it, like I yeah nah yeah no. Could you imagine someone who's like really worried about Ocarina of Time at sixty oh sorry fifty hertz? Then they're like, all right, now I'm gonna go and play some Dying Light Two Cloud Edition. <laughs> Just like yeah. a shoddy internet connection. It's like no, this is this is fine. Brilliant, fantastic, I love it. <laughs> right, let's get through some of this information uh, at a relatively good pace. So. Um, the OLED model Switch had its first unboxing video appear. Um, it came from a Japanese YouTube channel. Hi, uh, Kikin. Hi, Kikin. Hi, Kikin. Hikakin. Hikakin. I watched it. He's absolutely crazy. He's your stereotypical <laughs> nuts Japanese. I can't get over the. F- I'm looking at this picture. I can't get over it. This guy, this guy is pulling a fucking pog champ face at the camera with a fucking switch, like sitting there. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> like fuck!" So I watched him unbox it. I love my unboxing videos, and uh, from this video, we we got some just some little pickups that like just some changes that like the SD card goes like in from the side instead of going straight up. It's in like the same location under like that big new flap, but it goes to the side, so it's not as easy to pop out supposedly now. Some stuff like that. So if you want to go and check out an unboxing video, go and check it out. Bryce is absolutely stoked. He loves a uh, pog. He loves pog. Pog. Uh, the Pokemon TCG online app is uh, been announced. Fucking how long did that take? Like we were it, talking about yeah. that when we were when we were picking up trading cards again. We we're just like fucking Jesus is outdated as hell. 
yeah, so uh, the Pokemon company before they outsourced their app to another company, it sucked. It, like it ran an iPad, it didn't have an iPhone app for some reason. Um, it was slow. It didn't look good. So the Pokemon company, they're taking it under their own wing now. So they're actually developing this, I guess, sort of. I don't know. Good. So just from the press release here, the Pokemon TCG Live is designed to be easy uh, easy for players, uh, for beginners to learn how to play the game while offering fresh challenges of existing players to improve and test their skills. Players were able to enjoy some of their favorite Pokemon TCG activities, including building decks and battling other trainers around the world. They will also be able to tailor their experience with customizable avatars and Pokemon TCG accessories, participate in daily quests and more. Oh, got to get those daily quests, Bryce. In addition, the Pokemon TCG Live will continue to be updated with new content and features following launch. So it's on iOS, Android, PC, Mac, not Switch. Rip. So enjoy. Pip. I really do wish there was a Switch app, though. That would have made this pretty great. Yeah, but I'm awesome. Maybe in the future. We'll see. Yeah, it seems to be like at the moment, there's a lot of Pokemon content to play on your phone. Like if you're like if you're in the Pokemon, too much to play on your phone, not enough to play on an actual console. Yeah, that, that's right. So you can like you can pick up your phone. You be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do my you know dailies in Pokemon Masters. Get you, do your dailies in Pokemon Go. Uh, you do your dailies in this Pokemon uh, TCG Live app now. Dailies in Unite. You, you play you, yeah dailies in Pokemon Unite. Mm. So when you go into Pokemon Sword and Shield, you do do something there. It's like Jesus Christ, how much Pokemon can you do in a day? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that because I it, it needed an update. Yeah. Um, some some new sort of information from uh, some indie developers, and I'm actually pretty excited about this because apparently Platonic is launching a brand new publishing arm, yep. and, and they're doing some games I'm really excited for. So the first one, which actually got announced today, which I got informed from some of our users in Discord, is Platonic Friends are, have actually revealed that Blossom Tales Two is coming to Nintendo Switch and PC in 2022, which I'm really excited about. Anyone who hasn't played Blossom Tales, it's an absolutely fantastic uh, sort of love letter to the 2D Zelda games. Absolutely love it, especially Link to the Past. I think it's just a, it's one, it's a top of my recommended list on Switch. You talk to the developers. Yeah, episode 50. Which I had to get cut out of. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, uh, the audio is stuffed. Yeah, I edited Bryce out of it because I'm like, you know, Bryce, I'm, I'm sick of you, mate. So I edited you right out. That's nah, that's not what happened. Well, a lot of the, yeah, there was a lot of questions in that episodes where I actually asked the question, <laughs> but he had to record over and have him answer like ask the question because our audio was so scuffed. Yeah, we lost our audio, so I had to re-record everything I said and even some stuff Bryce said. I just said it myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I didn't want to waste their time. No so, shit, no, no. So I, brilliant. I, I spent like. 20 hours doing that freaking 40 minute episode it was ridiculous castle pixel if you if you guys are somehow listening to this show post the fact that they're not you never know you never know never know you never know who's listening but if you are listening castle pixel congratulations yeah well done i'm this is a definite game i'll be picking up next year yeah really looking forward to it so hopefully it comes out here well done guys yeah and also, they're also publishing a little Gator game coming to Switch in 2022 as well. So I'm looking forward to see what this Platonic Friends publishing arm sort of creates because just Blossom Tales has caught my attention straight away. I'm so Seems happy that's getting really, a sequel. Really, really good for indie games. Like I've, I've, I've been um, pretty excited for Platonic in general considering they're all X-Rare developers. You know? Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy to see that something's something good is really sort of coming out of it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that brings us to the end of the news, Bros. Beautiful. We're in the uh we're in the end game now. <laughs> As a Chris Pratt. Hang on a second. I just had a thought of something and you just got, you, you think like Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> you think Endgame. So I'm sitting there and he's like, No, you couldn't look at it. He's like punching the shit out of Thanos. It's like just imagine like a scene like that in the Mario movie. Just like, where, where'd you put Princess Peach? Jack Black's like, I killed her ass. <laughs> no, it's not possible. <laughs> no, fucking beat this shit. Jesus. I'm sure someone has uh, edited that together. Oh, there's a lot of things people yeah. have already edited together. It's 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 some some sort of majesty. Let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, that's the best thing. It's just like the memes it's created. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait until the movie actually comes out. That'd be interesting. Yeah, let's uh, let's uh, do the red coin recommendations and get on out of here. All right. <laughs> so first up is the Castlevania Advance Collection for thirty Australian bucks. Get on that. Don't have to talk about it too much, but it includes four of the awesome Castlevania games that came to the Game Boy Advance. We've got Dragon Ball Z Kakarot plus a new Power Awakens set. I don't know what the new Power Awakens set is. Maybe it's some powers. Maybe it's not. It's probably got something to do with Super Saiyan Blue or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I can't but tell. If you. I had to, if I had to guess. Yeah. We got to dancing. We got Delta Rune Chapter One and Two. It's for free. Go and download. You may as bloody well. Yeah. I'm actually questioning whether I go and play it on PC or whether I download it on Switch. I don't, I'm not really sure what I want to do. Mm, it's a hard decision, isn't it? It actually kind of is, yeah. Yeah, well, run, run us through the pros and the cons. The, you know, Delta Run on the PC and Delta well, Run on the Switch. Because um, essentially, okay, and it's the same with Undertale as well, I would like to uh, very, very largely add, is that the game is primarily uh, designed for a play, uh, for a PC standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things that actually happen into the, in the game that are... Um, part of the immersion don't exist in the console versions because they cannot. For example, uh, they've had to make like stand-ins for a particular boss fight in Undertale, which would usually have the effect of something that only a PC can manage without corrupting save data. So you can't you, you can't replicate that same thing on the console. And like it, it is one of those things that makes you go, whoa, sort of thing. So that kind of sucks. And I, I don't know whether that's going to be the case with Deltarune Chapter 2. Um, Deltarune Chapter 1 kind of tried to add to the mysteriousness of it just by having like a downloadable file with lots of really weirdly named things, for example, which again added to the experience whereas obviously you don't get that on a console so it is sort of yeah it's it's a hard decision if it's your only platform and you're not comfortable playing on pc play it on switch absolutely but you know it is sort of just like if if you want to sort of pick that in mind you yeah if you want to go through the file file names (laughs) get it on pc just going through like dirty laundry it's uh, where's this shit yeah it's more than that like there's there's lots of little things. It's the same thing with uh, Doki Doki Literature uh, Literature Club. Mm-hmm. Like you can play that on Switch, you can play that on console, whatever. But there is, it is very specifically originally designed for PC. That it has a few things in it that can't be replicated by console in the same way. Yeah. And uh, last of all is Archive Archives. 
Arcade Archive. Pac-Man. Paku Manu. And uh, we'll go change the mate here. Put this in because the arcade arcade archives. Jesus Christ. <laughs> arcade caves. It just fucks me up. Just arcade having that. Arcade caves. Alliteration just right there. EK for you guys. <laughs> so the little write up we got here is Pac Man is an action game released by Namco in 1980. Players clear stages knew. by eating all pack dots. Whoa. In each round, without getting caught by any of the other of the four ghosts, each with its own personality, adding power pellets lets you attack the ghosts. So, ca- <laughs> so time them carefully. The archi- arcade archives, Jesus Christ! I've arcade never, archives. Never thought that'd be so hard to say. The series has faith- faithfully reproduced many classic arcade masterpieces. Players can uh, change various game settings, such as game difficulty, and also reproduce the atmosphere of the arcade display setting at that time. Players can also compete against each other from all over the world with their highest scores. Please enjoy the mass players of this. So, yeah, I just thought I would see what they actually added to this. So, you can, there's like, I guess, a scoreboard and stuff you can compete in and all that. Cool. Because I, uh, I bought like the Donkey Kong and like the Nintendo. Arcade archives. Um. <laughs> uh, don't you mean archive archives? I did mean that, but I, I said uh, it wrong that whoops. time. Whoops. whoops. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> on, top, on top of that, too, if you guys are interested in some like big sales on Nintendo games, you can get Mario Odyssey, The Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening, Splatoon 2, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, and 51 Worldwide Games for 33% off as well, as well as a... A lot of other third-party games you can look into. 33% off on Link's Awakening. What does that make it? About 53 bucks Australian. When's the sale go? Oh, so till, until the 3rd of October. Oh, is he going to get Link's Awakening? Eh? Is that going to happen? I think it might have to, yeah. Might have to. Well, it's the one. It's the one. It's one of the like big things that I haven't picked up, right? And that's because like that freaking screen shit jarred me. But I know that I'm missing out on a very charming experience. Otherwise, does that make sense? The Boker effect was too much for you. When I when I looked at it on your switch, I'm like, Jesus Christ! What is with all this blurring around the edge of the screen? I hate it. Yeah. It bugged me, and I like that literally stopped me from picking it up because I'm like, why is this even necessary? Um, but uh, yeah, I know that I'm missing out on a pretty, pretty charming little uh, experience. Even though I've already finished Link's Awakening before, but that's you know, obviously part of it. It's just charming. Thirty three percent off is also pretty good, unless I go look at it on eBay. That's also an option. eBay is also probably cheaper. No. So having a lot of musings. Probably should just move on from this. Yeah, let's end the show. <laughs> Everyone, right. thank you very much for listening to episode 207 of The House of Mario. Leave us an Apple podcast review. You can you can help us out that way. You can do you can do many things, but just you listening means a lot to us. Bryce, any final words? Um, yeah. Uh, when the Nintendo 64 collection comes out, uh, those of you that um, never really got the chance to... Uh, indulge in some Nintendo 64 uh, go play Banjo-Kazooie uh, just do it I need to uh, now that now that it's coming out on Switch uh, Drew doesn't have much of an excuse he can play it anywhere right? anywhere you're gonna make him play it you're gonna make him play it because like you know I've had this discussion before but in terms of like platformers 
beats, beats Mario 64 for me. I can't play it anywhere. I'm waiting till it comes to xCloud. Fuck off. <laughs> no, it's on xCloud, but xCloud isn't out in Australia yet. So fuck off. When it comes to that, I'll be I'll be whipping out my iPhone. I'll be playing all the banjo kazooie, but I'll be I'll be whinging to you because it's so bros. It's so laggy and the controls suck. I don't know what's going on here. Oh, uh, dude, I'm I'm very tempted to play that game on stream. I want to play everything on stream today. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I want to play it on stream. Just just play everything on stream, dude. Yeah, just play three games at once. You'll get you'll get around to them all eventually. That's how it works, right? Yeah. Anyway, guys, the doors to the house of Mario are closed. Ow, my fucking toe. You just listened to the House of Mario, a South Australian Nintendo podcast. Be sure to follow the boys on Twitter, leave an Apple Podcasts review, and join the Discord server to be a part of the community. A big thank you to these legends who support the show on Patreon at the producer level. Alex Harding. Sam Hay, and DJ. If you would also like your name in the credits, head over to patreon.com slash idruby and choose the tier that works for you. Until next time, we hope your day is 120 power star rated.